We are on the road, everybody. What's going on? It's Paul Brisbane alongside Will, The Thrill, Senna, One William. Um, I won't say which. Um, it's great to be here. A uh, lot going on here at the America's Best Value Inn. A lot of activity. There's some type of uh, apparatus being constructed. It's ring light. I, I think it's a ring. It's exciting. I think it's a ring. What's happening here tonight? What's going on there, Will? Oh, my goodness. It's great to be here. I, I, I'm already tired. I don't know about you. We've, I'm exhausted. We've, we've been broadcasting for about half an hour. Yep. I'm spent. shot. I'm completely spent. And it's everywhere. It is on the table. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Watch. Elbows up. Oh. Yes, safety glasses, that's right. We have in our presence right now two of the greatest, in my opinion, personalities. Uh, one, one in the ring, one on YouTube that I've seen a lot of, and, I, and I'm loving what I'm seeing. Two very controversial figures. Thank you, thank you. One of them, uh, new to Blood Money, we'd like to welcome Michael Anthony to the show. Welcome, Michael Yeah! Great to have you here. How's it feel, Great sir? to be here. Um, it feels, at the moment, I'm a little uneasy. I'm not sure if you sterilized these headphones that are on my ears. I saw a really happy fellow was sitting here before sweating and slobbering all over. Which one? We had CJ Scott and Vigo. It was Vigo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little sticky. Back in, yeah. Back a sticky. I thought it was wow. in the sand. I guess I was wrong. Um, also, <laughs> sitting, sitting to Michael Anthony's left, um, a guy I've been wanting to talk to ever since April 2011 when I went to my first interface wrestling show. It's Adam Badger, the spectacle. In the, in, 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 at the table. Welcome, thank you, thank you, thank welcome you. to the show. Um, I'm going to start with Adam if I can. Adam, um, I, I say you're controversial because, you know, the, the first show I went to, you basically told the little kid to fuck himself. I'm going to be honest. And, and, it, was, and, and it, was, it was very controversial. And I wrote about it on the blog. And the next show, you came out with the mask with the sensor. Yes. And I wasn't sure if it was because I wrote about it and you heard about it or... Um, it was it was more due to uh, getting reprimanded after the show about it. Well, and, I took credit. Uh, it, was, it was kind of like a... A slap in the face of people reprimanding me. Gotcha. No one knew about the mask until I came out. Brilliant. So, yeah, that's where I came from. All right. I never knew that. That's awesome. See, yeah. that, that's what we're, we're getting. We're getting. We're digging deep. Yeah, I'm um, getting used to the whole feel of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We usually have people call in. We'll have to have you call in. Now, it's interesting for me to see you here. I found you milling about, um, skulking, if I may. Uh, you're a guy who's on the shelf. Uh, you had, I believe, shoulder surgery yeah. four months ago today. Yes, exactly. Um, so, how does it feel being at the arena knowing you can't participate? You're not clear to. I'm going to ask you: Are you clear to wrestle? Or no, 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 not at all. I'm very, very far off from my comeback. Uh, too far off, and it, it honestly sucks. It sucks a lot. Uh, considering this is the biggest show that they've had, and three guys are on it. Uh, Lenny Poffo, I haven't really watched too much of his stuff. Obviously, I know who he is. Yep. Um, but as far as Finley, I've been a huge fan for a long time. It's been, a, been great to get his feedback on my match, but that's not going to happen. Well, not today. You never know. Listen, yeah. your career is very young. Yes, it is. Um, a graduate of the In Your Face Wrestling Academy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, talk to us a little bit about your feud with the very outspoken Jamar Magic Justice. Is he looking over here? He just, he's flipping me off, and possibly you. I'm not really well, sure. <laughs> um... Well, the whole thing with Jamar is very, very, very misunderstood. It's, Interesting. It's very misunderstood. A lot of people talk about it and never get anyone's side of it. I think a lot of people, even Jamar himself, says that I'm jealous of him, which is completely, it's the furthest thing from the truth. It has nothing to do with jealousy. It has nothing to do with um, envy or anything like that or thinking I deserve more than he does. It just has to do with just pure hatred just for each other. 
It has absolutely it has nothing to do with jealousy. I, I'm not jealous of anything he has. I don't want anything he has. Um, I feel like a lot of things I have are superior to what he has. So yeah, no, no jealousy whatsoever. What what is it about him that you hate? Hate's a strong word, man. Um, it it has it really it has it has nothing to do with physical ability or anything. It has to do with the fact that he he comes out and his main goal every night is for everyone in the audience to like him. And it has nothing to do with being successful. It has nothing to do with titles. It has to do with people liking him. And I feel like that's insecurity and uh, nothing I envy, nothing I ever want. I never want to hang with people like me or just go out and I would not tell a little kid to go fuck himself if I wanted people to like me. <laughs> that is very true. Nice. That's very true. That's yeah, very so, true. Um, that's, that's the basis. It, it goes a little deeper. But, um, so there's so what you're telling me is there's absolutely no chance you will be a surprise entrant in the in your face rumble tonight. There is no chance. And no chance. No. Uh, sorry about that. But uh, you never you never know what might else might happen. I might not be in the rumble, but who knows? Interesting. No. All right, and that leads me speaking of of, of questions and, and intrigue, Mike Michael Anthony. Um, Tell us, you know, we, we've talked to you after you first joined Blood Money. Tonight is the biggest show in your face wrestling history. Um, is this one of the biggest shows, one of the biggest stages of your career? By far, based on the talent that's going to be tonight, that would be the biggest show. And uh, I still don't know what I'm doing. Fair enough. Which is ridiculous. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Well, I think you're here I, to, it, it makes you feel about money, money, correct? I mean, you're, you know you're going to be doing what you, uh, what you would be getting paid right, to do, Actually, let me let something out of the bag. Wow. I know what I'm doing. You guys have no idea. You can, you can speculate. And we will. And you already have. Rampantly. And we will continue to. And uh, that's good. I like it. Good. Theorize. We theorize Please. sometimes. Let me pontificate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I gotta say that uh, I haven't actually had a chance to talk to the spectacle. You know, but I like this guy. Yeah. He's, anybody who tells a kid to go fuck himself, fuck you. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a crazy moment. I got to say, you know what? Someone's gonna tell the kid someday. To be honest, I, I did a review and I posted on the burninghammer.com, which I'm sure you're, you know, and I said, you know, he's gonna drop an F bomb, and people, you know, some people were like, wow, that's crazy, and, you know, he shouldn't do that. Other people were like, yeah, whatever, you know, it makes it interesting, which was kind of my thought. Like, I thought it was cool. Um, and and the, so then to see you with the mask next week, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize it was because people had to come down. Oh, the big brother always watching, always getting involved. But the funniest thing about it, though, is telling that one group of people who fuck themselves ended up being the best thing I could have done because yes. it led to the mask, which is the best thing, like, yeah. that is now is what I'm known for. Yeah. And if you noticed, uh, out of, like, you know, just being, interviewing for the show and everything, if you noticed it, that's become my thing, and I haven't first since. Right. But now, everyone's waiting for Everyone thinks I do. Right. It's all about the aura. On here, on here. Right, on here, right. Like, have you guys ever seen when Brian Pillman went to ECW? Yes. Uh, his first night there, he says, "Oh, I'm gonna pull my dick out and piss on everybody." Yes. The dick never came out of the pants, right. but everyone, everyone, everyone saw everyone. It after you know Dixie cups, you know. Uh, it's been it's called. been 18 years and people still remember. Yeah, right. people think that he actually took it out, but he didn't. So that's the thing with me is like cursed him once, and I don't think I curse all the time. Yep. But I like it. Sometimes you just need to shock him once. Shock him once. There yeah. you go. So Michael, you have no idea what you're doing tonight. No, I mean I can just capitalize on something too that the spectacle is mentioned, and I, I hate Jamal Magic Justice too. <laughs> uh, 
I was going to chime in with the reasons. Yeah, the reason why I hate him. Uh, start with his hair. His hair is just ridiculous. Um, if I get a hold of it tonight, I think it might be a wig, and I am going to attempt to pull it off. If, oh my. if I see him in the rumble, if he's in the rumble, I don't know even if I'm going to be. Can I interrupt you for a second? What is the what is the beep mean? The beep? The beep thing that. Oh, it's a checking. It's, it's like correct. Gotcha. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Right. No, that's all right. Listen, that's okay. We're all learning. We're all learning. We're, we're, we're doing a Russell Fudge to English dictionary. It's coming out sometime. I know. And I, yeah. I said, he's gonna pop his cherry we, everywhere. We do. We'll make it. We'll make it. Leak. <laughs> You'll be leaking the rest of the day. It's a problem. Spotting. I think it's called spotting. Well, it depends on which end is leaking. Really. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, so, Michael Anthony, um, you also compete in Slam All Star Wrestling. Yeah, um, I'm going to be there. Yeah, tell us about that event. If you well, can. I'm, I'm going to change characters, and all of a sudden, I'm going to be Mr. Nice Guy up there, handing out free merchandise, and smiling and waving to the kids. And right, and in your head saying, God, yeah, so much precious fucking kids. Fair enough. No, seriously, tomorrow is going to be just as much fun. He's not here right now setting up this ring. He's going to get in trouble for that. He's definitely not going to be involved in the match. We've heard that on past interviews. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you you're training in the, in the IYF Academy. Yeah. Um, you came up with Jamar Justice. You came up yes. with Shiloh Robinson. Yes. Uh, can you talk about your relationship with Shiloh Robinson? About him? Yeah, uh, I think he's uh, got talent. And I think that his biggest problem is... He doesn't know who he is. I don't. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't know his identity yet, and he needs to come into that. But I'm not gonna sit here and like compliment him over the top. Like if he steps up his game, I'll just take him out, just like I try to do with everybody else. There's, it's not like I'm not a psycho, like a lot of people think I am. I'll do maybe a little bit. You mentioned at the end that you might maybe come a back a little psychotic. Last, last promo yeah, um, you have to understand, when you get knocked off on the shelf, it's it's incredible. It's incredible the things that run through your mind for those first, those first four weeks. You think that it's all over. You think that, you know, you're not going to be as good as you were. You think people are going to forget about you. And for all I know, I could come back and hear crickets. And well, I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of hoping you'd be coming back tonight because I was going to totally start a welcome back champ. To be honest with you. One of the things that the Wrestle Fudge contingent is known for is our, 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 our energy when it comes to the changes. I like that. We usually can't talk when it's all Really? Yeah, usually, yeah. So let's, let's, get, let's get into Let's ask some more intriguing questions. I want more okay. intriguing questions. Okay. Let's not just talk about the show. Let's ask, me, ask us anything. What um, were the circumstances behind that last promo of the show? Are you, in fact, living out of your car at this very moment? No, I'm not. Uh, wasn't even my car. It wasn't your car? Wasn't you steal? You stole the car. car. Yeah. If you notice, excuse me. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was actually good. No, but, uh, for a second, for a second, I'm like, who, who pressed that? I was very, I was confused. I was a little confused. Yeah, it wasn't even my car. Um, I was actually in the passenger seat. Yep, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. So, so I have a question then. Sure. So you're going to be coming back then. Obviously, we don't still hopefully, don't know hopefully. when the timetable is. I'm going to assume it's a given. All, <laughs> okay. all this negative Nelly baloney. I'm just going to be positive. In life. I am coming positive. back. I am coming back. 
Thank there, you. See, he's positive. You have to understand, like, everything I said in that promo was absolutely right. true. Uh, there's nothing I take more serious than this. I know that a lot of guys make jokes about it, and they'll come on here and make jokes. You guys make jokes, and it's, it's fine. It's cool. I, I, it, I'm glad you guys are fans. But... I I take this more serious than I've taken anything in my life. And uh, I, so, when, so, so, obviously, so when you come back then, who's, en- who's public enemy number one? I mean, who, who are you going to yeah, go what's after? Who's on the list? I mean, obviously you have time to think about this. Where do we... Give us oh, a little window. look over here. <laughs> um, to be honest, uh, you would think Jamar Justice, based on our history, based on the fact that my last match I lost to Peyton Bellstone. But I'm actually not really aiming too much towards him right now. I'm leaning towards some other people, and uh, I'm just gonna keep that to myself. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this show. Everyone. And uh, I'm as far as the roster goes, and I don't need them to know. I like that. I have it in my mind. It's weird. Every time we mention Jamar, we see Barney the dinosaur for some reason. I think it's because of the. the Oh yeah, Grimace too. Yeah. Uh, Michael Anthony, um, you are one of the most, uh, you, you made your de- debut in In Your Face Wrestling, the, the crowd exploded. Yeah, uh, were you there cool. for that? At that show? Um, with the shape? The, the, the shape. Yeah, the, shape the, the four-way that never existed. Yeah, that, that's not yeah. on the DVD. Oh yeah, the, the that, that, was my, that was my last show. That was your last show, okay. That was my last show, that sounds good. Um, that, that moment is, is cemented in my head as one of the funniest moments in your face wrestling history in my short time. I think that was the picture that you showed me, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Yeah, that's, that, actually, that well, picture and that what? story is what got him into this, so that's it's kind of funny. Awesome. I mean, it, it gets a lot of heat everywhere I go. And, um, back here, though, everybody in the last room is having shape. They won't leave that. It's better than grabbing other things, I guess. Well, it's true. I mean, most of them that for another so let's let's drop the curtain a little bit here, guys. Give us a little insight. Give us a great road story, prank. Give us each and you know, both of you obviously have separate. Don't maybe if you don't have to limit it to one. Some some good little tidbit that went on behind the scenes. This people want to hear. This was kind of it was like early on. I think I was 16, 17, going to my first show. I didn't actually get involved in the show, but I was trying to earn my way on there for a good show up at the hotel, we're looking for our names on the list. We're supposed to get a hotel, so fuck this, She's like, um, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahoney, I'm like, yeah, that's us, we're Mahomes. And then we're thinking, fuck, we just took balls, Mahoney's fucking, oh, oh no. And uh, the guys that I was staying with, they jumped in the bed, the other guy jumped on the couch, Afraid to come in with like a flaming chair. Every person that I heard walking by that door, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Like, you're gonna walk in now. That's awesome. And I also, I also saw him. I didn't see him. I don't think anybody saw him. But there were some guys that were uh, not staying in character, let's say. And, and 
He made everybody leave the game, and he beat that shit. Who did Bog Bone? First of all, I'd like to say that I totally agree with Balls Mahoney on that one. Uh, right. With that, with that seriously as I take this, that's one thing I can't stand, and I would have done the same thing if I was Balls Mahoney. If you see Michael Anthony training, um, it doesn't even matter if nobody that doesn't know anything about me or wrestling is you will fucking believe in everything that I do. And that's, for that's, that, that's what it's about. That's how I train. That's what it's about. I, I always looked at like a guy like Bret Hart, for example. You believed everything he was doing, everything exactly. he did made sense. Um, he, and that's to me. All thought out. Right. That, that to me is what, is what this is about. And, and, and he's not responsible for putting anybody on the shelf. Um, right. And making it and that's a guy that had a fucking longevity in this business. It all, it all comes down to why you're in the business in the first place. There's a lot of people in it um, because they think it's going to make them rich, which is, you know, a, hit or, a really big hit or miss. There's people in it because they, honestly, they think it's going to get them girls. There's people and in now, it. And now, hold on. Can you confirm or deny that possibility? What? Deny. What? what, what, what <laughs> will it, will it get, get you girl? girls? Yeah. Honestly, it... Be, just being a wrestler, no. Beasts. Being if you're on T, if you're on, disgusting, You're on TV, maybe. Okay. If you're a good-looking guy who happens to be a wrestler, right. maybe. But not right, just right, the right. fact it's that you're like a wrestler. A card, right. Um, but and then there's also people who get into it. Maybe they were like, you know, it's just something to do, or they saw like a, a match and they want to do it and they don't take it that seriously. But right. there's guys like us who are in it because we believe, and I'm in it because. It gave me a purpose in life, and my whole life now is just paying back that debt that I can never pay back. Is the fact that a lot of people search their whole lives for a purpose and never find it, and I found mine at six years old, and I can never repay that debt. So all I want to do, if I never make it anywhere in this business, is for one kid to see me and because of me want to be a wrestler, and it gives him a purpose in life, and that's all I want well, out of wrestling. And it's very possible that the kid who was in the front row in April after you telling him to go fucking, Maybe. Like, I'm gonna train, I'm gonna get that Maybe. guy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Ooh. I got a question for Paul and Will. Um, and you too, fuck it. Who is everybody's favorite wrestler here, like growing up now, whatever, all time, you have one guy saying, that's the man. Um, Joe Stats' little brother's here. Joe Stats, do you have a favorite wrestler ever? Braver Stereo. One Braver Stereo. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Paul, you want to go next? Yeah. It, it, it goes to Bret Hart. Okay. And, and uh, it goes to Bret Hart for me. Um, you know, in the, in the in the late nineties, I fell off the wagon and became like a Kevin Nash fan for like three months. And then, I lived with him during that time. It was disturbing. Yeah, he's it was like, very like really. Disturbing. His hair is. No, no, no we were roommates. Yeah, yeah. totally platonic. Yeah, totally platonic. <laughs> I saw that look. Like, totally actually, platonic. We actually slept on different floors instead of the same room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. no. Uh, Will. 
Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to go with Craig. I always remember him growing up. I remember the Heart Foundation. And I remember Craig the Hammer. Uh, I, I, that's how far I, I'd like to go back. I, I'd like to even bring up George Hill Steel. I used to love it when he would rip the thing the apart yeah. and slam guys' heads. It was fantastic. What a finisher. So, what about you, Mike? Yeah. Uh, mine, hands down, is big ball. Really? For real? Yeah. I mean, think about, think That's about random. The yeah. That, yeah. that guy had. True. I mean, he was there until... I think that I think it, it changes when you're like me and Mike and you get into and the you business. Know it, right. Um when I was a kid I had went through phases and uh the first person that got me into wrestling was actually the Sting when he was the first. And I'm a pretty young guy. I'm only 21. Yep, yep. So the NWO. And so all like that stuff. I came into it when it was pretty hot, and I remember seeing Sting come down from the rafters, taking off the NWO. And my earliest memory of wrestling was Sting and Hogan's bicep. That's the first earliest two memories I have. So they got me into it. Um, but then it was guys like Austin and Shawn Michaels. I was a huge fan who kept me into it. I was a huge Raven fan. But now that I'm older, I look at guys like Undertaker, right. who at 45 or whatever, he's having better matches than he was when he was 25. Right, figure that and out. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. If The Undertaker was 45, his 20th win at WrestleMania means he would have started winning wrestling. Listen, we don't do math. Okay. I didn't, no, I didn't say you. You know what? Leave it to CJ Scott to bump into other people's yeah. interviews. CJ, CJ, you Always looking for the microphone. Yeah, it's Always. The genius has just won. Oh, really? That's what I'm being told. Uh, I don't know if I can confirm this. Wow, that's exciting. A lot of, there's a lot going on, a lot of activity. Hey, has anybody seen that scumbag Motherboy? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I saw him, I actually saw him on the poster for the Whitehall show, and his muffin top was all over the front of that. I was looking at <laughs> Oh yeah, he's it running. Was, dude. It, he's looked running. Like, it looked like he had uh, bypass surgery. Oh, it's awesome. And it was like leftover. It's like one of those uh, sharp pay puppies with all the wrinkles. Yeah, but he's running. And they're he's, adorable. He's running yeah. when in the picture, so he's yeah, got this like, intense face on. But when you see that, you're just, you're not, you know, who's scared of that? Now, somebody told me at the last show he's got like 14 kids. Like uh, that. and that's a little yeah. exaggerated. Okay. I, I think he's, and I think cool. it's more like twenty-four kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's but, oh wait, so was that your? Uh, or back to road stories. I have. I actually oh, have one. Um, this is before I even got into the, the business. Um, I was going to. Have you guys ever heard of Chaotic Wrestling? Yes. I went to one of their seminars. Now I had never been in a ring before. I was eighteen years old. Never been in a ring before, and I had made plans to go with one of my friends. Uh, he was a wrestling fan too, and I took it seriously. He didn't really, and he he no call no showed me. Oh, nice. So I had to take my 1987 Monte Carlo to Massachusetts with a printout of Google Maps because I don't have a GPS by myself. Uh, leaves at like I think it was like five o'clock in the morning. Where was this? Lowell, Massachusetts. So I get there. I was so nervous I couldn't eat the whole day. It's a four-hour class, and you do training, whatever. I learned how to bump. Take the rope, go over the top rope, blah, blah, blah. I went in there thinking that like, I'm gonna outshine all these guys. Like I've been watching it forever. You know, I know what I'm doing. You're the only person who's a fan in the world. No, honestly, I was not. There was people much worse than me. I'll oh, say okay, that. Good. But there was one guy who was much better than me, and he's actually been on WWE TV as like an extra. And uh, he was like ten years, like five years old at the time. Anyway, do the match. Uh, do the seminar, cut one of the worst promos I've ever cut in my life, because I don't know how to do right. promos. You were nervous. Very unexperienced, too. Thank you. And, uh, anyway, I asked one of the wrestlers for directions uh, to, like, a restaurant or whatever, and he didn't know, <laughs> even though he lived there. Right. So I left, 
I'm coming down the throughway. I get to like exit 23, which is right before Albany, mm -hmm. and my car runs out of gas because I had hit bumper to bumper traffic. So my car runs out of gas in the left lane. So I had to, I didn't know it was running out of gas. I just thought something was happening. So I go all the way over to the right side, walk about two and a half miles off the throughway to go fill up my antifreeze tank, uh, antifreeze carton with gas, which a cop told me to do. That's what he told me to do. I come back, he's like, yeah, come back and just tell one of us to give you a ride back. I'm like, okay, come back, get a different cop who sees the antifreeze can and uh, starts getting on me because that's illegal. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But the cop told me to do it. I had the can with me. He's like, just go fill that up. And then, so the cop brings me back to my deserted car and just goes, get that fucking thing out of here. So I, I threw a gallon of gas, got lost, blah, blah, got home. I'm so sore, sweating, really pissed off. I had been gone for like 12, 13 hours at that point. And I remember sitting at home eating dinner and thinking, wow, that was fun. I want to do that again. I just, I paid a due. I paid one due. I, uh, when he's, when he's talking about these stories, I'm going back to my memory, so I got one more. Sure. sure. Oh, yeah. We're running out of time? I think no, we are. Right? No, no, we're good. We got no, go ahead. Please, please, please. Uh, Bobby Ocean, I'm pretty sure he can attest to this because he was at the same time. There was one with Million Dollar Man in Connecticut. Before he's there. This asshole just, and then he walks in this asshole. Yeah. 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 That could have been anybody. Why'd I have to have Right. Actually, that's the uh, the second time I've ever had to Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there's a couple months out there. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a, a good friend of the fun. We, we, lo we love to have him on. Very entertaining. He's, he's him on ugly as shit, but he is, he's an okay guy. <laughs> you know, but just fucking real ugly. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can endorse I think we that. Can I, that. I have one, uh, I have one about 20 Atlas. Um, I went to... So was, Paul. <laughs> no. Do you really? No. no, it's okay. No, Jamar tried to get me beat up by, I'm in there getting my picture taken but Tony asked, Jamar's like, hey, Tony, don't take a picture of him, he hates black people. I'm like, yeah, racist. Well, <laughs> yeah. Jamar I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Jamar would do anything for attention. Yeah, and he, he did, and he will continue to. You're right, yeah. you're right. But um, I was at a show in Maine, and Tony Atlas was the big guest there. He was actually wrestling Loverboy, who was wrestling on the same show as us. And uh, he walks in the locker room, and just hearing Tony Atlas's stories is just hilarious. But now he's, he, he tells stories with such a straight face, but he's still got that southern accent, he doesn't know certain words. So he's telling a story, and he's like, man, when I was, when I was younger, I would have walked in here, I would have I punched you in the face, I would have punched you in the face, I would have punched you in the face. He's like, man, I was gangster. I used to walk around with a gun, He's like, if you beat the shit out of me, I'd come back with a knife. If you stand me, I'd come back with a gun. He's like, I was gangster, man. And then he starts going into, like, uh, having a good body. He's like, man, he's like, you know, eating a, uh, he's like, drinking a glass of real milk is like taking a shot of steroids. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, and no one eats veggies anymore. And he looks at me with like, like, he's like, he's like a Seinfeld but, act or something. Yeah, and What's he, going on? And he looks at me like these puppy dog, he looked at me with these puppy dog eyes like, Tony asked is the sweetest guy. He looked at me with these eyes like he was like he's like nobody eats veggies anymore. And veggies 
all good for your metazolism. <laughs> did he ask to see your balloon knot by any chance? No, but he did whip out his dick like immediately yeah, as soon as he got that. And it's gray. <laughs> if I hold on, wait one second. Wait, wait one second. <laughs> Tony Atlas has a gray penis. And I don't know if it's gray or just dusty, but he's an awesome guy. <laughs> that's a great. You just said that while into the recording. Yeah, forever. yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, that's why you wear the mask. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's, yes. Make, let's make that clear. I had to tell you one thing too. Uh, my oh, wife, here we my go. wife gave me shit last time because I was supposed to tell you this. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get you in trouble. Because I just saw her and I remember. Okay. Um, are you a Seahawks fan? Yeah. yeah. You're her favorite. Too, so. Oh, that's bullshit. Just because of that. That's yeah. bullshit. Thank you. I'm going to so take that. I call shenanigans. Hey, hey, guess what? Hey. I, hope, I hope she's listening. The Seahawks suck. Well, they do suck. I'll be the first to tell you. Oh. That is what well, you're my favorite because you're not as much of a racist. I'm not favorite. racist at all. I love everybody. I can see a little bit of it. What? Let's take a quick break. We want to get the show up so fans can... Uh, can check this out. Um, it's the WrestleFudge Road Trip. I want to thank uh, Adam Badger, the spectacle. We hope to see him back in the ring soon. Was it th- painful your first time with the fudge? Was it painful? No, no, painful. it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. We, we, we were very smooth when we were slipping in. Well, very make smooth. sure you register. Yeah, you know when you go in and you type in your address and it pops up all the red dots? I, I thought it I... Just, I have the website I had just popped up, popped up a bunch of pictures of Loverboy. Like, yeah. Oh, like, hell! Like, you got a Loverboy living here, Loverboy living here. I, wow. I think that's why he's not here yet. He's not allowed within like... It, there's a school of, somewhere. Yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah, helicoptered uh, in. It's the Vessel Fudge Road Trip. I want to thank Michael Anthony. Um, good luck tonight. Um, we hope to see Adam Badger back soon. Do not go anywhere. It's the road trip. What does this button do? Oh, Jesus. We'll be right back. It's like having stats in the studio.